Pickaxe. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Triforce Podcast, featuring Lewis Brindley. Hello. Pyrian Flax. What's up? And me, Brian. How are you, How are you Brian? I'm kind of new here. I'm just hoping that we could just like... Just to fill you in. Tell each other a little bit about yeah. ourselves and we, stuff. I'll tell you like, what, uh, let, let's, let's give you a little rundown of how this works, okay? Right, yeah. If you're, if you're new, the first thing you have to... You pay us to appear on the podcast, because this is like for right. exposure, okay? Oh, so shit, okay. It, it's for every person that listens to the podcast, you give us a hundred pounds. Right, but there's a problem straight away. I only have bitcoins. Well, I only take sexual favors as as currency for him. You yeah, because bitcoins could crash any time. Whereas a blowjob's always a blowjob. <laughs> That's in the bank. It's very consistent. <laughs> I mean, shit, you know what? I think you might have solved something there, Lulu. The, 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 the value crisis. of sex or sexual favors is never going to diminish. Like yeah. it's, it's probably the most stable currency the world has. It appeals to almost everybody. Why haven't we been doing it this way all along? Everyone's going to need it. It would really make you think before you bought a new sofa as well. The things you'd have to do for a new sofa. Yeah. This yeah. week only at DFS. A uh, thousand pounds for a sofa, or blow us a <laughs> couple us. of times. Blow these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little tiny bit of anal. <laughs> just, a, just a smidge of anal, and uh, you, the sofa is yours. McDonald's going to take your order, please. Uh, three Happy Meals, please, and a large quarter pounder with cheese. That'll be two hand jobs and <laughs> a rimming. <laughs> uh, that'll, be a, um, that'll be one bukkake uh, on, on you, uh, of course. Um, so you might not be able to tell, but I have bronchitis. I, I am oh, dying. Well of, done. Of bronchitis. Well done. Can you? Pe- can horrible. people die from that? No, it's like um, you've you've had worse. We've had worse. I've always I've had worse. I just I just I've, I feel fine, but when I laugh, I I die. Hmm. Where is bronchitis on the spectrum, though? Like, what's worse than it? And worse and than it is than it? pneumonia. Um, right. And better than it is a cold. I had pneumonia when I was smaller. Does yeah. that make me the winner? Yeah, that's definitely worse. If you've had pneumonia, that's because it's lower down. Right in the lungs, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, pneumonia. Pretty bad. You don't want to get. I had that. appendicitis when I was a kid. That was pretty bad. Oh uh, no! Do you have to have it out. You can, you can almost you can die from that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You can. Yeah, it can poison you. Yeah, I, I was a like, girl at my school had it, and she was screaming. Like, oh, it's I've bad. never heard anyone it's scream. It's really before, bad. Like, I was like seven years old, I think. I remember it. I was so. This is when we were in the states, and I remember waking up, and my stomach was really painful, and I felt really sick. And I went to go and see my parents in their room, and I was sick outside their door. And right. my mum opened the door, and she's like, "That's when you right. know someone's going to take it seriously." Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, "Whoop!" And then she. There's like those certain warning signs, right? Where first, because I, you know, normally people think, "Oh, I'm a bit sick. Don't worry about it. I'll get better. I'll get better." And then there's, there's that one thing that happens, and you're like, "Okay." Yeah, this isn't yeah, normal. This is, and then this is she, probably go to the doctor now. Because she, she used to be a nurse. So she, you know, she knows a bit. She was like, right, lie down. And I was like complaining about my stomach. And she, she pushed the part of my stomach where your appendix is, which is like on the right hand side. And I was like, ah! So she was like, all right, that's the appendix. So she had to try and get me to uh, to the hospital. Um, because if you call an ambulance, it's like very expensive, right? So we were going to get a cab oh, to the of hospital. Course, yeah. Oh, is this yeah. you're in America? Yeah, in, in New York. So Good old America. I know, isn't it? A great system. What a wonderful system. Land of the free, home of the brave, brave cab takers when you're sick because you can't afford Guys, it. That's why they have the most competitive ambulances in the world. Theirs can fly, they can go through time. 
they're rocket powered because you know competition has led to far yeah. better ambulances than we have and they can go underwater as well um and they can transform they go doo, 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 doo. you only have to give them a power cube and uh, and away they go like that that's mm. the, the system works. i mean the last thing you want to do as well is call an ambulance and have to pay for it on the spot with a blowjob when you exactly when you've got your appendix yeah right cutting, like, she'd, you know she'd be she'd have to be like turn around don't look at mummy sucking off the ambulance oh, man this God. is for your own good yeah do, do they do you think they have like commercials because it's like privatized and there's competition and stuff do you think they have commercials like next time you need an ambulance look no further than crazy eddie's ambulance service <laughs> that's right boys and girls <laughs> We got it all. Sirens, medical supplies, bed inside the ambulance. You order like, one ambulance and we bring you two. That's right. <laughs> for a limited time only, two ambulances for the price of one. But that's not all. <laughs> you guys may have heard uh, about my competitor, Crazy Eddie and his ambulances. Here at Vinny's Ambulances, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Forget about it. These are the best ambulances you guys have ever seen. You've never seen ambulances like oh, this. Maron, oh, you want to hear the siren on this bitch. Hey, oh. you get in our ambulance, you get a plate of gabagool right off the bat. Plate of gabagool for free. Second hey, of all... We even got an, oven in, we got an oven in the back of the ambulance with my wife ZD. I got a tray of my wife ZD right here on the passenger seat. Go ahead, tuck in. Come on, come on! Make some fucking ziti for the guys. Fucking legs hanging hey, off. Come and on. for the kids, we got we we got a little pot of bonbons for them as well. The <laughs> little fucking uh, fucking <laughs> the bonbons fucking up in bonbons. this. Kids love bonbons. Yes. We got <laughs> only here at Vinny's Fuck Ambulance me. Services. Hey, it's a one eight hundred. Fuck you. That's right. One eight hundred. Go fuck yourself. Oh man. Yeah. That's probably how it works. So, probably. so you've had your appendix removed, uh, Lewis. Have you had any body parts removed in your life? Uh, I've had like four wisdom teeth removed and four other teeth removed. So I've got like wow. I've only got like four teeth total left. Jesus, in my mouth. Jesus, that's why Christ. you do that old man toothless voice so well because you literally are yeah. a toothless. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I notice. I notice occasionally a couple of whistles. That must be coming from like the cavernous spaces between your your teeth that you still have. I've just got oh. a very small mouth. It makes. I mean, it's not a good thing to have in a blowjob based economy as well. No, <laughs> yeah, God. It's They've got a petite mouth. Like, we're looking for somebody who's got a really, really tiny dick so that this man can suck you off. He can't accept anything bigger than a microscopic penis, unfortunately. Uh, I'm okay. sorry. So your mouth is too small to bank with us. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Hey, so, um, so, so I've had my gallbladder removed. Do Whoa, you guys know okay. what that is or what it even does? Not really. No. So it's like a little fucking sack of bile. It sounds important, to it's be honest. It's not, though. That's the thing. Like, we, we don't need it anymore. How many things like, are in us that we don't need? Well, gallbladder I mean... is definitely one of them, because I've been fine for the past, like, eight years without one. Wait wait till you need all that gall. You're going to be... Oh, one day I since. wish I had some gall. Fucker, I could do with some gall right now. No, I had, like, this... Like, it's a genetic thing, apparently. Like, um, I had, like, this, like... Uh, some of the bile was like crystallized inside my gallbladder, and uh, and when uh, when you eat something that's like really high in fat, you know, like because when we were cavemen, we didn't we didn't eat like a lot of fat, but when we did eat fat, it was like a huge amount in like one go. Yeah. So the idea was that your your gallbladder would like activate 
pump out some more bile into your stomach to help you, like, yeah. you know, break down. For the those fat of you stuff. who did know, Sips and Perian are, are pretty old, so there was a time when they were actually cavemen. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, so, we remember it. So back in the day, I needed one, but yeah. So um, so fucking, there's like the it was crystallized, and there's like this little tiny fucking tube that's like super duper like sensitive and um when when the gallbladder goes to do its thing it was trying to push like little rocks through it and holy fuck like i used to live close to the hospital i was up in the night and same as Pyrian, i was barfing and everything i was like what the fuck i'm dying like i actually i've never felt this horrible in my whole life i was like in pain i was like crying a bit i was barfing so I went over to the to the emergency room and uh, they were like, oh, shit, like you might have had a heart attack or something. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like 25 years old. How the hell have I had a had a heart attack? And they're like, oh, well, you never know. So they checked me for all this stuff. And they're like, no, nah, you haven't had a heart attack. You can go home. It's like, oh, what the fuck, though? Like, I'm still in a lot of pain and I've been barfing and stuff. Like, nah, well, we can't do anything for you. All right. Thanks. It was pretty weird. But then I went to the doctors. And he's like, yeah. They gave me an ultrasound, saw this crystallized stuff, and and then they just like keyhole surgery, bam, removed my gallbladder. You felt better? They Damn. gave me like a little cup at the end with like all of the fucking like hardened crystals. They were gross. Holy shit. They looked like rotten teeth. It was it was really oh my they God. were like I, I clicking they around were... inside this thing. Yeah, That's weird because I, I didn't know what like they would like. But I mean, it's a common thing to have stones, isn't it? Gallstones, I guess they are. But also you can get kidney stones, can't you? And other, yeah, other types kidney stones of... are pretty bad too, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think no, my... Gallstones, fairly common, but it's like more common in older people. I think like, like those those are the little kind of, they look like little stars, don't they? Like little snowflakes or something, but quite big. Um, yeah. And I think you, I think they're supposed to be very painful. It's one of the most painful things apart from childbirth is to have like kidney stones and trying like to trying to pass them oh god yeah because um, nothing nothing but pee is meant to go up that pee tube exactly so, like, oh, especially god. not oh, god. up it You're, like trying to trying to pee a golf ball out of your dick no way and yeah go geez um it says here according to chinese medicine the gallbladder uh. is seen as the seat of decision making, right? Which I think <laughs> you've had your gallbladder removed, and I think that says a lot about you. Six. Can I just say, can, I I don't want to spread around the lies of alternative medicine, even as a joke. I think it should be a topic that we we yeah. do not journey towards, because down that path lies anti-vaxxing, An angry and bullshit. I get furious yeah. about people Yelling. who say. You Full of bile oh, and gall. My gallbladder is enormous as a result of all this bullshit that I have to hear. All this bile is just stored up. I'm just waiting for someone to come up to me and say, I hope you didn't vaccinate your kids, and I will vomit bile in their face. Black bile. Yeah. All over the place, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I can't think of anything that smells worse than bile, though. God, it's so gross. Fuck, it's me. pretty bad. It's really. Well, I mean, really you you haven't got anywhere to store it anymore. The bile. <laughs> yeah, it's That's just the whole no, point. Like, right? Your stomach produces it too, though. Hot shot. Where are you keeping it? Yeah, where are you putting all that bile? I keep it in an old can of Coke, and I just drink it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just on the side, just like. Tabs missing, like don't don't drink that. What is it? Don't just don't touch it. It's my bile. I need it. Yeah, 
Don't touch yeah. Daddy's bar. I might have to eat some cheese later, so I'm gonna wash it down with I what's in this can. I gotta of break it. I gotta break this down somehow, kids. Jeez, I'm gonna die if I eat this cheese. So no, I, don't worry, P Flex. We're not gonna go into um, into complimentary. Don't call it complimentary. Don't call it complimentary. Why? That's like a nice thing to say about something, isn't it? That was very complimentary. That's it's bullshit. Call it bullshit. What's the what's the scope for this stuff though? You're talking about like the the drops and like the fucking. I'm talking crystals. if anyone tells you. Acupuncture, that, any of that you shit, act, you, any of that shit. Right, right? Uh, you you include all of it. Oh, the whole thing, the whole pantheon. What about the what about the Alexander technique? What's Have that? You heard of that? What's that? It's like a like a it's a kind of like a technique that sort of teaches you to retrain your posture and stuff because they think that a lot of like illnesses, like common like modern day illnesses, are caused by people like slumped over at desks for like twelve hours. Is a there day any science to back this up? Probably not. No. Then I don't fucking care. You just don't if, give a shit about it. If you can't test all. it, it doesn't exist. If you can't test right. that it works, there's no point saying it worked for my mate Terry. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, fuck That's Terry. That's not scientific enough. It's not scientific. The sample size needs to be big. The, right. The science needs to be solid. It needs to be right. peer reviewed and consistent. Uh -huh. And it also needs to be better than the alternative. Completely devoid of Terry. He cannot get be Terry involved the fuck whatsoever. out. He knows nothing. Right. He's clueless. Okay. There's a whole bunch of, of people spending their lives very carefully studying that all the medicine that we've got, the techniques, everything are working. If a better one comes along, great, we'll switch to that now. That's better. That's progress. Saying they've used rosehip to heal people's bleeding eyes for thousands of years in the northern yeah. mountains of the Hindu Kush. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. All right. The reason that they did it thousands of years ago is because they didn't have modern medicine. Saying it's really That's old, right, that yeah. means it's good. Fuck off. Fuck off. I mean, it might have worked. It might have worked. But the, the, the fact of the matter is back then is that, yeah, sure, maybe that like helped you temporarily. But then you just died at the age of like 25 anyway, because we were without modern medicine, right? Like I medieval guess, yeah. times. Could be that. Like people yeah. just lived in squalor and they died from like all sorts no one of cleaned weird their teeth. Shit. No, like they used to like dump tasteless. Like, they used like, to dump their commodes like just out in the road, and people would yeah. walk through them and like trudge all that shit back through their house, and they'd get you know, fucking I've, you diarrhea know what? I've and been, die. Been meaning to talk about this for a while. I can't remember if we mentioned it on a previous podcast. If we did, I apologize. It's been a long time that we've been doing this, and occasionally the same topic repeats itself. But you go back in time, right? You're a time traveler. You go back <laughs> right. about about. That was, that was a really dramatic pause. I know it was. I'm setting the scene. You go back okay. about six, seven hundred years, all right? right. And uh, six, seven hundred—that's a long ass time. It's a long man. time. Like, You've gone I'm way just back. Saying. You've gone way back. You're talking like like pre-industrial revolution, everything. Yeah, it's like thirteen hundred. Like, that's like thirteen hundred. Really, yeah. really long it's like time. Fourteenth century. It's proper, proper old school. Okay. Right. You walk like, in like through we're a small talking town. like the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria like times yeah. now. We're like, like yeah, in so, the Middle Ages. Yeah, yeah, we are. So uh, you walk in through town, a small village. Somewhere right. in, in rural Dorset, and you see a beautiful, oh, right. a beautiful young woman. But ask yourself these questions before you think about indulging in some time travel. What kind set. of currency are people using to they're, trade? They're still on money. They haven't moved up to right. sexual favors yet. It's still money. Okay. No, yeah. Well, they're very backwards. They're backwards people. First of all, she's going to stink, isn't she? Let's be honest. She's going to stink. Like, really, really bad. They didn't have any kind... They didn't bathe. They didn't bathe. Most Wait, people didn't but bathe. But women just have a pleasant smell about them anyway. Not in, like, not just, in the 1300s. This back, no, in rural come on. Dorset. Even in the 1300s. Okay, like... No! We're meant, we're meant to believe that... No, but even back then, like, even the Egyptians had, like, perfumes and stuff. Perfumes yeah, no, been around do, for a long do, who, time. Who were those for? Sips, my boy. Do you think the average 
Egyptian dude that just ran like a papyrus stall. Do you think he can afford perfume? It's for the wealthy. I'm not talking about yeah, the wealthy. Maybe... I'm talking about your average girl in the street, girl next door. She's an apple farmer, right? She's out okay. in the sun all day. How old is she? She's 22. Wow, she's like really past her. First she's pretty much married. past her best. What's going okay, on? Are yeah. we talking about this in the context of you time traveling? She's got to be or seriously are we just saying, ugly. Imagine you lived back in this time because it's all oh, no, relative, no, no. right? You don't know I'm any saying, better, so I'm you don't give time a fuck. Traveled. Right, but that's my point. People talk about time travel. She's unmarried, though, right? Oh, okay, you're actually talking about like constantly. Coming from I'm still constantly about time traveling, sex adventures. I'm very interested in this girl. Can I have more information? What do you want to know? You're, ta you're talking, talking know. about people being used to the age of like hygiene and self-grooming no, going not. back to a time no, no, where no, no, none that's of that existed. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. Does she still live with her parents? Because she probably has to bathe in the same tub once a week after the dad's after gone. After dad, you know yeah. I mean? So she's in yeah. dad's old bathwater if, if they, they have a bath, a lot of people wouldn't have done. Maybe occasionally she takes a dip in the river. But I mean, right. all right, so second of all, she's going to be hairy as fuck, like everywhere, like super, super ah, hairy. I don't, I don't mind that. Oh, oh that's 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 fine. Really? By me. Yeah, natural yeah. natural oh hairiness. I've yeah, I've got I've got a soft spot for that for sure. Well, well or I should well. say a hard spot for that. Gonna <laughs> 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 be hairy and smelly. Man, I don't think it's that bad. She's I don't got think French. it's that bad. She's England. You're, you're, you're mocking Lewis's only having one tooth, right? This woman's lucky to have any teeth. By 22... Howdy, girly! Her teeth How are going to be snaggled. Want some apples, young man? <laughs> uh, actually, no, I just wanted to have sex. Uh, <laughs> for that? Jeez. Well, I haven't bathed in 10 years. <laughs> and I'm hairy, as, I'm hairy as fuck, young man, but if you want to jump my bones, then... If you want a hairy, smelly ride, I'm right here. <laughs> Mine my tooth. It smells like a dog kennel down there, but uh, you know, you're up for oh, it. Oh Jesus! All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the doc did not warn Marty about the risks of time travel. If he'd gone back too far and had to have sex with instead of his mother, someone yeah. else, you know, you never know what might have happened. He might have been seriously disappointed. I don't know. I think people throughout history have always been very conscious of this, and I think they've done their best to wear clean things and stay yeah. clean. I don't think, you yeah. know, sure, like. If it was a hot summer day and, you know, she'd been like really sweating her ass off picking apples all day. Oh, and the human adult body oh, is pretty smelly, though. Like, you know, yeah. you have to do a lot to keep on top of that stench. Like, But you know, some people like it a bit raw and ready. And it's like <laughs> a fresh, fresh sweat isn't actually that bad. It's more like old date, like day old sweat is yeah, bad. Old stale sweat. That's the stinky stuff for that's sure. The bad, that's the bad Especially place. if you've got like a couple of rolls and stuff as well and it just gets stuck in there. You can't wash in there and stuff. And Why is she carrying rolls? Stinky. I thought she was an apple salesman. Well, maybe she's... I don't know. Maybe she's she like, baker as maybe well? Maybe she's branching out. She wants to make hey, like... Branching. Maybe she was pioneering apple pies maybe. Oh, mm, good thinking. Good thinking. Apple sis. strudels. Um, no, so, so I don't even know... How we got into this this line of discussion, but yeah, I, Flax, I think you're full of shit, man. I don't care if somebody's a little bit smelly or hairy. Like you know, she might be fucking hot. Who you cares? know what? You like, can't afford to be choosy. You can't be choosy. You ain't got a gallbladder, and you've only got two fucking teeth. So no wonder you guys are happy to jump a smelly, hairy medieval woman. You couldn't fucking yeah. wait. 
I'm I'm a high class Twickenhamite, all right? I I got choices. That's where I come from. I'm a freak of nature, baby. I'm missing my gallbladder. You know what that is? No? All right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. Sips. Oh, you. Oh, my. I've never never seen a man without a gallbladder before. (laughs) Tell me more about brushing your teeth. That sounds like the work of the devil, sir. Oh my goodness me, sir. Have you been shaving yourself, sir? You're bald as a baby down there. <laughs> Why, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why do we always talk about shaving, like, all uh, the time? What is? What the fuck is wrong with us? We're men. Period like, likes I'm, to have a bald, he's got a bald head. He wants, he's oh, bald across yes. his own body. I guess, yeah. No, Period no, loves I'm, a bald, I'm hairy baldy. everywhere else. I've got a hairy chest. Hairy arms, hairy hairy balls, the whole fucking the whole don't thing. show up. Hairy don't legs. show off. I'm you, wearing you, shorts today. Get a get a lot of these hairy fucking pins. I'd go yeah. me me and that medieval girl side by side. She'd be appalled at the wearing of shorts. Shorts? Why? What's the yeah. world coming to? Is shorts? Oh my! I've I know never they gotta have the like their dresses right down to their ankles, like back yeah. In those so days, do you know what right? that means? Hot. Yeah. Sweaty. Sweaty. Unwashed. Oof. Stank. Mm. They're gonna smell like the homeless. Basically, if you go back in time, medieval time travel, fuck with the uh, apple seller, it's gonna be like fucking a homeless woman. That's all I'm saying. Right. Okay. Just consider it. Well, well, I mean, some people are up for that, though. I'm just saying. Like, are you into that? Do you know what? That, that's a branch of pornography that I haven't seen catching on. Ugly people. Like, where's ugly, that category? Uh, I think that's amateur, actually. No, but so you get some good-looking amateurs. What I'm saying is, like, I want a category. When you look at the categories, it's like you know, you've got all of them A to Z. I want right. ugly, just ugly, just a category of ugly just, just people. Ugly. I'm sure that I'm sure you can find it. Like, Maybe. I mean, there's like all sorts of porn if you really put your mind to it and look around. It must like, be someone's thing. It must be stuff, someone's yeah. thing. Damn! Look how ugly what they are. Well, look at all the know. Overwatch porn there is. I mean, <laughs> Not again. I know. Not We've again. talked about this before, yes, but like, it's true. You know, if there's Overwatch porn, I feel like there's going to be porn on anything. There's probably like there's probably porns of people fucking like their fridge and stuff. Like you know, some of the weirdest stuff is the stuff with people who are into inflating things. Like there are these guys who get inside a rubber suit. And then you plug oh, it yeah. into like a thing and it pumps up and they can't move. Like yeah, they're stuck in a, in a that? small That's corridor. Weird. I mean, I feel like that could, that would kind of remind you of being born, right? You're like you're stuck in a very tight place and you can't. How move. do you know though? Like what? Like what? What's your journey to yeah. that? Like yeah. how do you go from not having inflatables to then all of a sudden getting getting off on being inflated and inflatables? Like, oh, what? it's a very incremental weird path that I take. Though I suppose started it's off like with anything. balloon animals, really, really yeah. got turned yeah. on by balloon animals, and then I guess one day they were in a rubber ring. At the seaside, and they thought, "I'm way, I'm, I'm really in, into well, this. I'm really I'm fucking way this. Wow. more into this than I am. I have an enormous boner in this <laughs> Holy rubber shit, ring. Shit, I cannot contain this it. This is incredible. Clear the beach, everybody. I'm fucking this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, seriously, like, how does that develop though? Like, where no, do you li- get? I think the... it's literally like that. It's, it's just... so prop heavy. It's not like just going to the bathroom and just like knocking one out. You know, like you got to have a pump and like fucking all these like different things. And, and you got to pray to God no one walks in on you. Sh- yeah, hell yeah. Like, how do you get a house to yourself for that long to do all that? That's I think crazy. if you're into that, that's not really a concern. Like, if if your yeah. fetish is inflating yourself inside a suit so that you can't move in a tight yeah. corridor, I'm pretty sure. 
you're alone in the first place. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm coming at it from the wrong yeah. angle. Like, all your popular, all your housemates are be coming in. People calling, "Hey, yeah. how's it going, Terry?" Oh, Terry's fucking inflated himself. Why am I obsessed with the word Terry today? What happened? I'm yeah. gonna Google Terry. By the way, Terry. rest in peace, Roger Moore. So Roger Moore. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, he passed away. Fucking, you see. He had a good old long life, though. He was like in, well in his eighties and stuff when he passed away. Eighty nine, still sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this but guy, like... this guy posted a, a story which I thought was really good. Uh, would you like to hear it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is a story about Roger Moore. Hold on. Right. One of the things he sort of said he wanted to be most remembered for was his work for UNICEF. Yeah, which is quite a nice thing, I guess, because a lot of these people who are extremely famous for being a certain thing, like James Arthur Conan Doyle for Sherlock Holmes, and like a cultural icon. Yeah, yeah, like. They all sometimes they feel this pressure to try and make up for or, or do something else with their life that isn't that cliched, yeah. popular thing they're known for. And I think he was very, he worked for like, you know, like 20, 30, 40 years as this UNICEF goodwill yeah. ambassador. I pioneered my modern medicine and I completely uh, revamped the way that people live their lives. And, uh, but honestly, I hope that people remember me for. My obsession with inflating myself and masturbating. That's what I want to be remembered for, really. Well, yeah, not yeah. For all the good obviously, stuff that's what you'd want. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, so here's the story. This guy, he's seven years old, and he's going through the airport in Nice. I'm going I'm nice. to summarize it. He sees Roger Moore there reading a paper, right? So his granddad, he asks his granddad um, to go over and, uh, and get the, uh, <clears throat> the you know, autograph. He, he was too shy to do it himself. Granddad comes back with the autograph, and he looks at it, and it says, Roger Moore. And the kid's... Gutted. He's like, why doesn't it say James Bond? Like, he's James Bond. He's not Roger Moore. Like, what's up with that? So he goes up. The granddad goes up to uh, to the to Roger Moore and says, um, "I'm afraid you've signed the wrong name." My my grandson says you signed the wrong name. It it should say James Bond. And Roger Moore beckons the kid over and says, "I have to sign my name as Roger Moore because otherwise Blofeld might find out that I was here." <laughs> So don't tell anyone that you saw James Bond. Please keep my secret. Now, this is where the story gets really good, okay? It says, years later, he's working on this recording uh, for UNICEF. He's like a script writer. He's doing stuff for them. Roger Moore does a piece to camera. He's like an ambassador and everything. And he re he tells Roger Moore the story. And, uh, and Roger Moore says, uh, I don't remember it, but I'm glad you got to meet James Bond. And that was the end of it. And then this is something, this is what he did. After filming... Walks and walking past Roger Moore in the corridor, and as they get level, Roger Moore stops. He looks both ways, and he says, "Of course, I remember our meeting in Nice, but I didn't say anything in there because those cameramen could be working for Blofeld." <laughs> that was amazing. Like if that is a true oh, story, so that is just so so good. That is so great. Holy shit! Oh god, oh, that's great. That's oh. really funny. That yeah. was a, a, a guy, guy. A guy told what that story guy. on Twitter. It, it was just, it was so good. I'll, uh, someone, someone should be able to find it. But yeah, it was a good one. I think those, those little moments, those little anecdotes, really kind of, it's the little details in them, isn't it? It's the little kind of, it's, it's just such so so warming such a better way to yeah. remember someone than yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a catalogue of what f films they did 100%, or you know whatever yeah yeah 100%. he could have been so shitty about it too and i was actually expecting it to to go shitty you know like uh, oh you you signed the wrong name and like you know he could have just gone on off on one and been stroppy about it and right. been like well i'm not james bond i'm roger Moore and stuff you know like but uh, that that's so cool that's such a yeah, such a down cool. to earth very cool thing to do yeah it's i mean really that's nice. the thing if you know Every, you don't hear bad stories about Roger Moore. People saying, oh, he was a real shit, you know. Like, yeah. for instance, uh, Sean Connery, if you look on YouTube, you can find a conversation that he did. I think it was in the 70s 
um, or maybe the early 80s, where he's talking about sometimes a woman just won't shut her mouth and you've got to slap a one. Like, that's like <laughs> his interview that he did on TV. Nice. Sometimes she just won't shut up and you've just got to sometimes. slap her in the face. Shut up. Sometimes. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> slap a bitch. Sometimes. Are you, is Sean Connery <laughs> going to have to slap a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes oh. she's just really hairy down there and really stinky, and you just have to tell her to, she's you know, just get in that river and <laughs> strip river. all your clothes off. Wash and then bake, bake me a fucking apple pie, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Drop fuck. those Sean. apples and pick up a bick, for fuck's sake. Jesus. <laughs> bick yourself, bitch. woman. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, so Roger Moore, I'd still stand by the, I mean, the fact is, like, when you die when you're 89 of, like, whatever ends up uh, killing you, it's probably still better than dying at, like, the age of 52 from, like, an accidental overdose or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's always a bit more tragic when somebody's younger and, uh, like... I see you know, what you mean. It's yeah. kind of it's it's kind of shitty, you know, and like especially like when you hear that like a child has passed away or whatever, you're like, oh fuck, that's like horrible. That's the worst one, isn't it? It's not a, not only does it suck so bad for the kid who never got to like live much life, but man, it's like sucks so fucking bad for the parents. Like holy shit! Yeah. Like I would I would fucking kill myself. I would like I could not live no, knowing that like my kids died. Like fuck, that would be awful yeah it's like i feel like it's it's almost like when someone dies like when they're like 89 it feels almost to me like it's the end of a book where you know you're, you're sad but you know it's the end of a chapter you kind of you're end of a book you kind of you know yeah you've seen everything whereas someone, when someone dies sure it's almost like well you know there, there could have been so much more in that book, you know, yeah. so much, so many things that weren't, we never saw, that's, you know, whereas, like, whereas when someone comes to the end of their life, naturally you feel like, well, that's, that was, you know, they did everything that they were going to do. Maybe, we, we maybe, understand maybe that, that, that eventually it is going to happen to everybody. Yeah. Like you understand, but like you said, I think that's a good analogy. The end of a good book, it, it's got a good, you know, good closing. And yes, it does. Sometimes sadly, you do feel but, a little, that feeling, that little sadness that it's over. Yeah. I know? hate that. Yeah. Finish a good book. You finish that last page, you close it and you realize I'm never going to be able to really read that book again. Like, uh, I know. yeah, That's so it. lots of. Well, I, on the topic of books, like I haven't read book uh, a book in a long time. You couldn't it's even hard say it. When, That's how bad it's when you been. have. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm fucking dribbling mess <laughs> at this point. But um, but no, I hadn't. I haven't read. I hadn't read a book in a while. Um, because just because I play a lot of video games. Yeah, and no, no need to make excuses. And, we understand. But I picked up Red Rising because you kept going on about it, saying I did. it was super good. Um, so I, I actually went to go get it from the library and they didn't have it because we were at the library with the kids. So I was like, eh, maybe I'll check for Red Rise and they have right, it. Right, right. So, so I went and bought it. I, like I actually bought, I didn't even get it for like a, a tablet or anything. I actually bought a paper book and it's nice. It's actually just nice to hold a it paper is, book and read, read a paper book. And uh, holy shit, Red Rising is really fucking good. It wow, is. like it is good. I cannot put it down. I'm reading it like everywhere I in know, the bath. Dude. Like I'm reading it while I'm fucking cooking dinner and stuff. Like it is really good. Yep. I like it a lot. That was it. I was just and it, it's it, it's, 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 it's part of a trilogy, that. right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it, it literally oh, great. it literally gets better and better. It literally Fuck. gets better and better. It is so fucking. Oh, so, it is one of those things you're just like, oh shit, just one more chapter. Like I haven't had a book like that in such a long time. No, I've picked up so many books and they've just not helped me at all and I, yeah. I, I yeah i've been really disappointed lately i've read a bunch of things and just been like ugh 
This is, it is because a slog. There's not enough anime in the fucking. I don't book. know. Maybe I've been spoiled by some of the things, though. Some like, anime. You know, we, yeah. we always talk about how much we like Brandon Sanderson. I watched anime, and now I just can't read anything. I well, none of these characters have tentacles. None of them are. <laughs> <laughs> none of them can punch <laughs> someone and kill them with a single blow. <laughs> I don't know what I'm reading anymore. I only anymore. read a book where the main hero has no gallbladder. <laughs> I, I will not read a book unless the gallbladder hero. No gallbladder hero. <laughs> I'm getting so fucking angry I can't even speak anymore. I'm just, I'm and another thing. <laughs> 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 oh my god. No, but yeah, so like I I can totally fucking recommend Red Rising. If you've never yeah. read it before, I don't even find it too sci-fi heavy, you know? Like I was telling my wife about it. My wife does not like sci-fi. Like right. she does when I try to tell like talk to her about space and like how amazing it is that the sun, like the power of the sun reaches us, it's super far away and stuff, she's like, Oh fucking shut up. Like I don't care Jesus. about any of this stuff. Like, just, you know, I don't want to talk about this. I'm like, okay, okay, fine. But I told her about this book. I was like, there's no, like, you know, he doesn't pull out his reverse photon 3929-D defibrillator thing or whatever. Like, it's all, like, kind of, it's just, like, a really cool story. And she's like, well, I might read that after you're done. So, this like, sounds like a, a sideways insult to Bodega, quite honestly. This sounds like you're having oh. a pop. Whoa, Are you whoa, having a fucking no, no. pop at Bodega? No, I, I'm fucking not okay. Jeez. Like, <laughs> if I was going to say that I didn't like Bodega, I would just come up straight up and I'd say, I fucking hate Bodega. Like, you I, wouldn't have the guts. I would not mince my words about I that. Don't think, I don't think you're offended by this P-flat. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. So, oh my God. I'm loving, yeah, I'm loving stuff. I'm loving, it's, it's, it's the weather really, right? It's like... Yeah. Being a like you, you did a you were at this morning on a was it what were you doing this morning? Sips? Yeah, a sponsored walk with a with a class of forty five year olds. Wow, that was really fun. Forty five year olds. What are they no, doing? Forty. Oh, individual five year olds. Right. Yeah. Oh fuck. They, they. I think kids just want to kill themselves. Like it's crazy. They they just they have no sort of concept of what's going on around them ever. Like with the amount of people that needs need to help a column of 40 kids get like down a pedestrian walkway to like an objective and then back is staggering. It's crazy. Like so many people need to get involved to like stop cars and like put their arms up when the kids cross the road. Right. And have to help them with their snacks and stuff when we get to the place because they're tired. They have to have some water and some snacks and stuff. And then you have to bring them back. I mean, it was a nice day and everything, but man, I'm glad I don't have 40 kids. Like that. Would How be far worst. did they walk? Ah, uh, like half a mile, maybe. It took like three hours. Like it was crazy. So it was just. Why, did you sponsor anyone? Did you sponsor your own kid? Did yeah, how does it work? Yeah. You did you get any sponsors? We sponsored him, and then like like all of our family members and some of our neighbors. You sponsored him as well. I. Just uh, FYI, okay. <laughs> a couple of other people, you okay. know, and um, yeah, so he did pretty good. Like he finished the walk, but it's not really about that anyway. But I think they're trying to save up for like a new fucking, I don't know, like a trampoline or something. I don't know what the fuck they're going to use the money for. But anyway, they do one every year. They raise money and they get something cool, like for the kids at the school sort of thing. Um, so it's like worth doing and stuff, but man. This year we're going to spend all the money on an autograph from the legendary Roger Moore. <laughs> 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 you know, we heard that uh, 
heard that uh, some of the, the members of the class were big fans. Oh, and uh, he's really I, I fun to get an autograph from. He puts some RP into it and stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's worth every penny. Man, just go back to what I was saying before about sunshine, though. Man, it's nothing like reading a real book in the sunshine because you just can't. You do like it to on, read like, outside? iPad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about that. I, oh, I hate it. The sun yeah. bounces off the page. I've got to squint. I'm either looking into the sun. So the sunlight isn't hitting the page, or I've got the book with the sun hitting it. It's but it's impossible me. to read on oh. any kind of normal. No, I think you know, those Kindle thingies work, don't they? Well, I don't know. I've never because that I've looks never like paper Kindle, anyway. Though. You ever seen one of those things? That's like magic. I, I disagree, Lewis. As much I like the sun as much as the next guy, but I'm not going to be sitting out there for too long. Like I don't want to get burnt. Uh, it's too hot. It's kind of you just walked three hours in it. What are you talking about? I know. Well, I didn't have a choice in that. I'm not going to go out of my way to sit outside and read a book when I that sits his entire like... sunshine quota for the year. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're done. You're ready for autumn again, aren't you? Pretty much now. Yeah. God damn uh, Canadian bastard. The minute I get a little bit of sun, I'm just I'm done. Bring on the winter. Let's get back to like six months of gray drudgery, please. Like cold and gray, wet, damp. It's so damp over here, too. Damn. You know, you miss it after a while. You just think like, fuck all this sun. Let's get back to that shit. That's great. Do you know what I watched on TV last night? You don't, but I'll tell you. I watched a show called Gordon Ramsay's Hotel Horrors or Hotel Hell. Oh, God. Have you heard of this show? Is this the one where he goes to America and goes to hotels? Yeah, And they're yeah, yeah. always like family-run hotels that are yeah. just... Total garbage Awful. and nobody stays at them. I mean, the, the weird thing is, like, he goes to this hotel, it's in New Orleans, and right. it's, like, right in the, the old town, so it's, like, it's a, it's a really historic building. Ulysses S. Grant stayed at this hotel, like, you know, obviously a, a while back, but yeah. they, they bought it, like, recently, like, nine months ago. These three guys, they're, like, college friends or whatever. They, the guys must have been in their 30s, maybe, maybe early 40s, but I think more like 30s. And they bought this place, and none of them have a fucking clue how to run a hotel. The, the main guy, the guy that got most of the airtime because he was the biggest dickhead, he said he'd only stayed in a hotel maybe 20 times in his life. And he right. thinks, a hotel, that's what we'll do. And they bought this historic building, and they just had no idea how to run it. They just wanted to go to the bar. So every night the bar opens, stays open until ultra late. Gordon Ramsay's upstairs in one of the rooms, and all you can hear is people screaming downstairs in the bar. And then there's a garden outside the bar, and people are there in the garden drinking and shouting. You can hear the street. And the rooms are right next to that garden. So anyone in that room just has people reveling all night long and just screaming. Like, Wah! You know the way Americans do when they get really drunk? Woo! Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. They love a good old yeah. woo. They like doing whooping a lot, don't they? They do. They really do. Americans love a woo. Americans yeah. are really into whooping and I mean, you just don't get that stuff. over here. But you go out in, no, the, no. in the States, you really do hear a lot of woo! Like that. I, no, I just think uh, like British people are just a lot more confrontational, but not they're not necessarily yelling. They're they're like, did you just look at my bird and then head, headbutt you in the face? Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like I mean, that. you're gonna get that. It's not. Yeah. But you get bar fights in the states as well, definitely. But this these guys more, more whooping. They didn't have any general manager. They just were all in charge of a different section. So this guy's right. in charge of the bar. This guy's in charge of the <laughs> nice. food, and and this guy's just the the front of house guy. But there's no right. there's no GM, and none of them had eaten the food in the restaurant. Okay, so they were talking about when was it? he going around? He ordered the food. It was disgusting, obviously. And he said to the guys, the two two other guys, "Have you ever eaten your head chef's food?" And they were like, "Oh no, no, never have. Absolutely never have." But I know he's, he's fantastic. You're gonna love it. Oh, and Gordon Ramsay yeah. was like, "No, I've had it. It was fucking awful. Like it was so so bad." <laughs> And they, yeah. they just never eat. How do you do that? Like, you don't even need to know how to run a restaurant or a hotel to know that you should probably taste your own food. It just blew my mind. Hotel food is not never that great, though, to be fair, is it? Like, I don't 
well, I mean, come on. When we went, we, we had went this to conversation last week. Those sips. And I think you're one of those people who doesn't know. Like Jeremy P. Flex, you were talking about how <laughs> people say, "Oh, you know, the food's great here." Sips, you like what you like, and you like margarita pizzas, right? right? Yeah, and like pasta, hummus, and chips, cheese. A chief. <laughs> beans. I like those too. Wow, do I ever like them? I like I like a, a good salad as well. I don't, I don't know, man. When we played, we, we stayed at the Marriott when we went to BlizzCon and we ate lunch there a couple of times. The food was fucking good, man. Oh, like, actually, I, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. I really liked it. Like they had a good spread. So yeah, so some hotels size. can definitely nice. have, but I mean, most most hotels, unless they had like a dedicated restaurant that had like like I always think if you've got a restaurant attached to a hotel, like a lot of them have. It's, it's it going to be an external. Yeah, it's got to be open be... externally. If it's literally yeah, this yeah. is just for guests, it's not going to be great. Because honestly, what choice have you got? Like you're in the no, hotel. No, and I don't think I've ever ordered like room service food that I thought was good. Right? Yeah, it's just really? it's, it's functional. You know, it just does. It'll what it be does. functional. It'll be yeah, like chips and a basic sandwich. You know, yeah, but yeah. you can't get anything that's you know. I'd never order a fucking anything nice. I'd never order. A sushi, sushi or a steak of room service. Do you know what I mean? Like anything yeah. that was vaguely like upmarket at all. Like the grilled cheese or something. Yeah, I, I'll get like that yeah. maybe, yeah. And, and it's just not worth any any risk on like anything but else. But then don't, do you think that maybe your expectations are, are like too high in that case? Because like, I mean, if you're just going to order like a margarita pizza, I mean, it's just a margarita pizza, right? No. Like, it's not. It's not meant to change your life. Like, no, but it's, it, just it, it's there, there's some food it's meant like, to keep you going for a couple hours. Have you ever had a margarita pizza that you thought this is this is fantastic, rather than just that was the default margarita pizza? That was every what I was expecting. I, every time I eat a margarita pizza, literally, I'm like, this is fantastic because normally <laughs> I'm pretty hungry at the time. I'm fucking ready to devour that margarita pizza. So yeah, every time I eat one, I'm like that. You're a simple man. I don't know if I'm simple. I think I'm a realistic guy. Like, mm. I, you know, some people, some people uh, live to eat. I just eat to live. That's a shame. Food's great, dude. Like I love it. If you, yeah, you go for it is a really great. good meal, I like it. But like, I'd rather spend my time doing like other stuff. Sometimes I find eating a bit of a pain in the ass. Like sometimes, some days I'm like, I wish that we would just could just like you know inject ourselves with something that would just keep us like <laughs> nourished for like a week or something. That's so the, I you know have what? To cook that, any that's meals a question I ask Mrs. Flax quite often because she she really loves food, right? She's a real foodie. She loves restaurants and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I said to her, if you, like, I ask her these, these questions all the time. If you could never do X again, uh, you know, and we, but we can stay together. And if you want to ever do X again, we have to get married. Would you, would you stay with me? You know, I ask her those sort of questions. She, she, they're very tedious yeah. for her, but it amuses me greatly. So the one thing right. I say to her is, would, would we still be married if, if in order to stay married, you, on, you could only consume a life-sustaining gruel, like a thin gruel, that was the only choice of food that you had for the rest of your life. Nothing else. You could never have any other food again, just the gruel, but we get to stay together. She pauses for a, a troublingly long amount of time, but she does eventually <laughs> decide she's that we can weighing, stay together. It up. She's thinking yeah. about it because she's thinking, Jesus, like n never been able to have good food again, just the gruel every day for the rest of my life. And I worry yeah. if this ever comes to pass, which I'm sure it will, will she at some point come to resent me and she'll think you're not worth the gruel, you know, the gruel, yeah. I, I, I changed my mind. Like, we'll have an argument with day and she'll be like, do you know what? Fuck this. I want some ice cream. We're getting a divorce. I'm sick of the gruel. I do worry. Yeah. I think like, I think that's the thing with food, food, the, the, the type of foods that you eat and certain foods really contribute to your, obviously your well-being. 
but like you like not just that like your your general mood everything right like the healthier you eat it's it's more boring but you feel so much better in so many ways right and that's why yeah. the, that's why like a lot of the top chefs will like really dress up and tart up like like healthy foods you know like they'll make it they'll make them super good to eat and like and like a, a pleasant experience to eat and then you feel really good and stuff like that i think you would just get like instantly depressed if you were eating something unpleasant all the time and you never had like another any other options sort of thing i'm not saying that i want to eat unpleasant food like if i could just eat like a very spe- like pleasant space paste or like drink like right. a, a really nutritious chocolate milkshake like three times a day i would do it because i'm so fucking lazy I don't want to prepare anything. I half the time like I don't even really want to open the fridge and deal with what's in there. Like I just like <laughs> you know, give me a capsule or something that I can just swallow and then boom, I'm fed for like a week. Uh, Louis, Louis you like food, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a lover of oh. food. Oh yeah. yeah. Food? Yo. Oh yeah. Whew, forget well, about it. Food. Oh, you're crazy. You talk about food? Oh yeah. You know me and food. Well, it's like one of the only things, you know. If James Bond was here right now, mm. you know, he'd say, like, he'd, he was like, listen to him on his fingers. He'd be like, you know, fast cars, faster women, and slow food. Slow, slow food, yeah. <laughs> slow food. Would you guys, like, so, would you, I mean, one thing that I would love to do is, is, is have somebody come in and cook meals. And, and this is like a common thing, apparently, in India, okay? It's like, um, I, I used to work with a guy from India who was over here in, in Jersey. He was like on a secondment for a couple of years, like working at the bank and stuff. And um, he said back home, you know, they, cause they would, they would have like lots of like dolls and they'd have like, you know, lots of curries and stuff like that. But he lived with like three other guys. And what they did was they would all, they all chipped in and some dude would come to their house every day and prepare just a ton of food to like see them through the day or wow. whatever. And he said it was it was fucking amazing. Like the, the this guy was just like a really good cook, like really good chef. Made like all this really healthy stuff. It was like tasted delicious. It was like super nice. He'd like you know he'd 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 prepare it like hot. And if some of them didn't feel like eating, then they could just like have it later or whatever oh and God. stuff. It's like lunches for a few days worth. Oh as well. man, I would I would be up for that. Holy okay, shit. I could really get into food if that was the case. But Let I don't know how something. much that costs. Guaranteed that dude's jizzing in that food. I'm just saying, Whoa. I'm just calling it right now. Guaranteed. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know. He's preparing it right in front of them. So like so some of them have to know that this is also happening. that's a key element of the spicy flavor. <laughs> yeah. As a connoisseur, you know, I can mm, what's, a little what's bit the secret sauce made of? <laughs> My spicy jizz. <laughs> really? Fantastic. Yes. Whoa, okay. Well, My geez. compliments to your balls. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, it's, people eat all sorts of horrible shit. So, quite honestly, like, I'm surprised there yeah. isn't like a sought after spice, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's got, ah, oh, it's a real, a real sort of quiet taste, but uh, yeah, it's got a real piquancy. There's that French, oh, there's. Uh, that French dish. It's like a stew or something that has to have shit in it. That's one of the ingredients. What do you mean? Human yeah. shit is one of the ingredients yeah. in the in the dish. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, hmm. it's true. But they also, they also eat a thing called, I think it's called the ortolan, which is like a tiny baby bird that they, they stuff it with food so much. I think it might even be foie gras or something that they force oh. feed this thing. So it's just like a ball of fat that also has feathers on it. And then you eat it like whole. You just put the whole thing in your mouth. And because the beak and the claws are still on there, 
it scratches up your gums and the taste of the blood from your cut up mouth adds to the flavor like the french are, yeah i mean they've gone too far they've gone too far well you know what it's like it's like the inflation fetish thing though again uh, right it's like one percent or not even one percent like 0.001 percent of people but but it gets more publicity because it's so extreme or it's so yeah, gross yeah. and so weird because we're like we just question it you know i think i think what's more gross is like you know, leaving milk in a flipping thing with some mold and letting it go increasingly mouldy. Uh, and they go, oh, lovely, Stilton. Oh, it tastes so delicious. Look, I'm just shoveling it down your face. Like, that's it's sour, fungus, mouldy f- milk. Like, how yeah. is that? Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people find that really gross. But we're, we're totally accepting of cheese, aren't we? You got a problem with cheese? Yeah. Um, hey, one, one time I was in France, okay? This is when I used to eat meat. And um, uh, we always struggle, like when we go to to France, because my wife back then was was still a vegetarian. I wasn't quite a vegetarian, but even then, French food is is can be very different depending on the region of France that you're in, right? So we were we were we went to this restaurant. We were really hungry. It, it took forever to find something that like my wife could get that didn't have meat in it or whatever. But we we found something. And then I was just like, I was super hungry and I was just like, I want something like kind of familiar. So I'll get like this sausage and chips, right? But it's like like a blood sausage. But I didn't realize it at the time. Like I thought it was just going to be like a, a, sauce, a normal kind of sausage and like some chips or whatever. So I ordered this thing and I'm super hungry and I'm waiting and we're talking and stuff. And then I love how you go to the most posh French restaurant. The, well, the, it wasn't know, even and you're really. Like, but I will have... The sausage and chips, oh, but I was, I was desperate. I was not feeling adventurous at all. I was just hungry. Like I just wanted something somewhat familiar. Just I, I just needed to eat, sort of thing. Waiter comes out with with this with this plate with the sausage on it, and he puts it down. And instantly, this smell hits me. And for for a split second, I was like, "Fuck me! This guy hates English people, and he's done a dump on my plate." Like I, I actually thought he shit on my plate. Like I, I thought he's being like really rude or something, and I had to like do a double take. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I tried this thing, and oh, oh my god, it was oh fuck! I, I just ate the chips. Like I had, like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like it was, it was so fucking bad. Holy Damn. shit! Oh, and, like, I'm starving right now. Yeah, that, go get some that blood. That has really sausage. set me off because man, I could. I could, I could really just go, get a whole blood sausage. Well, my mouth's quite small though, so I could maybe put the whole <laughs> small thing. Small blood sausage. At once. Yeah, just but, a really tiny one. But yeah. like, I could nibble on it. Like a cocktail. You need a cocktail blood sausage. Just, yeah. just do you have a small version of this? Get a funnel and put it in Lewis's mouth and grind up the sausage into tiny pieces uh, for his tiny little mouth. And I'm starving now. Can, can we? Can we round this off? Because I don't know, man. Like some some food can fuck right off, in my opinion. Like I don't know. I think some like I can't believe that some people eat that stuff and they you know they go on and on and on about it. And it's like oh, fucking just eat, eat and just shut up about it. Christ. I don't know. Food's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. And I I I, I sort of became a bit vegetarian, and then I became I did vegan for January, and that was really hard. And then I sort of went back to being vegetarian, and I tried lots of different things, and then. Recently, I've I've um, I was in a few sort of restaurants. We went out for dim sum, and I was like, man, I I just can't I can't just have the vegetarian options. I've got to try some of these things. It was quite mm. nice. Um, so it was quite nice to eat a little bit of meat again, just because I don't know. It's like a treat kind of thing. But no, I feel like I feel like I'm. I think being a vegetarian is really healthy. I, I'm definitely trying to do it as best I can. And um, man, there's so many vegetables. I've got a new little garden. I'm going to plant some. I've got some some plants. I plan to plant in it. Nice. I've got some some bulbs. I've got some little trees. Yeah, so I'm 
I'm moving to my a new flat in like a week. Mm. Um, oh yeah, where where are you? Nice. Yeah, congrats. So and it's got a little garden, and so I'm looking forward to planting that up with some some summer summer veg and just seeing how that goes. It's nice. one of my one of my goals. But yeah, I've been cooking lots of different things, cooking with with weird stuff, drinking lots of weird like teas and stuff. There's like a new health food shop nearby that's like quite cool. Been, There's yeah, nothing been cool about a health food shop, but that does sound good for I, you. I'd say about half the things I cook are disgusting. Yeah, uh, and inedible. But right. some of them are like, wow, that actually was pretty, pretty good. And you know, I got some shiitake mushrooms the other day. Cooked those up, and yeah. man, they were really fucking nice. Actually, good. It surprised really me. Fucking awful. Really, yeah. Oh. They were just disgusting. But yeah, I, I know a lot of people because I used to hate mushrooms. Right? I used. Right. To, I know a lot of people. I used to, yeah. a lot of people hate mushrooms for for because they don't like the texture, they don't like the flavor, they like blah blah. blah. But yeah. it's like the same thing with olives as well. That olives, a lot of people don't like olives, but this. Olives are such a, a, a spectrum, and so are mushrooms, that you can have like something completely different. And so you shouldn't just dismiss all, you know, it's like, you know, you had a bad one once, sure, but that doesn't mean all of them are like that. Anyway, yeah. I, I I love a mushroom. And I think that I watched this, I was watching this, <laughs> this documentary about these guys who prepare sort of vegetables as the main dish. So rather than yeah. having like, you know, a big chicken's, chicken leg or a or a big old whatever steak they they cook up a, a really nice squash or a carrot as oh. like a main dish yeah they yeah. sound like great company and a ton of fun i'd love to get them over for a fucking but vegetable barbecue one time mm. wait so yeah. you have what to fun? eat meat to be fun what the fuck like I, you you have to what you just have to slap down some shitty processed meat on a barbecue to have fun what I, the fuck? I like how sips is mocking me Sips, you are the worst vegetarian. I think I visited you for a week and we didn't eat a single vegetable, or if you, unless you count chips, which are not a vegetable. Well, they technically are, but it was like all cheese, pasta, pizza, yeah. like 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 some salads, sure, but like vegetables wise. So I, so instantly we, we, we did eat some week. vegetables. Great, I'm glad that you admitted that. Um, <sighs> So sorry, what what was your point? <laughs> I love how you're not on my side here, as you're like you're like a you're like a I don't know like a half-ass vegetarian. No, Sip, Sips's problem was that I claimed that you have to eat meat to have fun. And all I'm saying is that if I had some people around for dinner, or I went to someone's yeah. house for dinner, and they said, right. we're doing a roast, and I was like, fantastic. And they said, here it is, and presented a roast squash. I would An punch him in the fucking yeah. balls. I would punch him oh, in the fucking the f- balls. You would not hit the wall. You'd be fine. It would be great. I, I, I would say, I, it probably I was invited, tastes pretty good. I would take off my napkin and fold it neatly and place it on the table. I would rise from the table, and I would say, gentlemen, yeah. I have been lied to. You are a pair would of mendacious vegetarians, and I'm leaving. And I would storm out. <laughs> but sir, this apple pie. Hi, I've just cooked it freshly for you. Oh, sir, you and must I've, try my apple pie. It might have a few hairs in it. <laughs> just for you. You get this a lot, though, as a vegetarian. Like, I, I, they get such a bad rap for no reason. Like, there's plenty of, of vegetarian meals that are really, really nice. They're really good. And people just assume that you're just some weird fucking tree hugger because you don't want to eat, like, fucking shitty mass-produced I think the, the main meat. problem but I've got I is think, that... I think people that eat that shit are the people right, first who of all, have a fucking issue. First of all, the, <laughs> the assumption that vegetarians always make is that somehow everyone that eats meat eats 
the worst raised, shittiest quality meat that you can. Like, you're just dragging baby chicks out of a battery farm and shoving well, them in our blood-soaked faces. I'd oh, yeah, say, like, 80% of the meat the that babies. you get in a grocery <laughs> store is like that. So, no, it's not. I mean, unless you're unless you're sourcing from a local butcher that has, like, some fucking cows, like, out back that he slaughters freshly for you, you probably are eating that shit. So. I would say I mean, it very much thing, depends right? on what meat you're buying. I mean, if well, you're buying the one pound if you're for a hundred nuggets... Squash or aubergine, that's unlikely to have, have been involved in some sort of massive animal cruelty right. situation, but is I it? Tell you Do you know what, what I mean? I bet it tastes. You know where that's fucking come tastes from? It's just Someone's as good as a fucking, fucking steak, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You know what I could go for now? Some roast aubergine. Oh, my mouth's watering. Or a juicy steak. How about yeah. that? Na name one time anyone's ever thought, oh, I'm so hungry right now. I could really go for some corn. Mmm, corn me up. <laughs> well, I'm corn doesn't count, right? No, because it, does, it's not I mean, a fucking vegetable. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's made off. of tofu, but it's, it's tolerable. Nobody's saying that it's like as good as a you're steak. You're wrong. You're as wrong as it gets. Meat's great. You might it's as well, here to stay. I mean, corn meat, is the meat, chicken meat, nuggets meat, of meat, meat, of vegetarianism. Meat. This is meat for the next ten minutes. Meat, 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 meat. You're like meat, Ron Swanson. Oh I, don't, I don't have a God. problem with vegetarians. I know I know loads of people vegetarians. We we had a vegetarian live with us uh, for about a month, I think, because um, he was up here. I, get, he was looking for a flat. He was uh, my sister's boyfriend at the time, and we got right. you know. Have you heard of Yotam Otolengi? Right? He's like this. He's he's a, cooks all this vegetarian stuff. His stuff was really good. You know, it was really good. We just had all this vegetarian food for dinner and everything. It was fine. I mean, geez, you don't miss meat that much, but I wouldn't want to no. do it full time. And I hate I hate the way vegetarians have to go on and on. Not you, Sips. You're different. You're my kind of vegetarian, right? You're just like, oh, no, right. I don't eat meat. That's cool. But it's like you order some food and they're like, did you know the provenance of that meat? That cow suffered. Shut the fuck up. Come on. I only, I only bust I agree, those like, out when somebody it starts to like make fun of the fact that I don't eat it. Because honestly, I, I could give less of a shit what anybody else I've never else mocked eats. your vegetarianism. No, no, I know. But like, but some people really go out of their way. And you, and you think like, what the fuck is the problem here? Like, yeah. who cares what I'm eating? Like, I'm just fucking trying to get by same as you, okay? <laughs> you eat whatever you fucking eat. I'm just going to eat whatever I fucking eat. It's yeah. not that interesting a fucking topic of conversation to begin with. Like, let's fucking talk about tits or something instead. But who goes on about you being a vegetarian? Who's a guy I used to work with did a lot, and and it was like it was it was pretty weird because he kept fucking going on about it. He was like obsessed with it, you know. Like you'd always have this smirk, like every time we'd go to like a meal or something like that, and he'd be like, "No, oh, well, uh, uh, Simpson's gonna be able to get anything from here and stuff." Like it was always this big fucking deal, and I just like I'd always just go along with it, be like, eh, hey, yeah, 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 whatever, well, whatever. Yeah, it's work. And what then, are you gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so he he was like having some like some problems. He was like fucking sweating profusely, like just out of nowhere at work and stuff. And he he thought he was like about to have a heart attack or something. He had to go to the doctor a bunch of times and stuff and then he just did like a total reversal because he went to the doctor and the doctor's like yeah your cholesterol is like super fucking high like you're super unhealthy you've got to stop eating meat basically and he's like oh fuck i can't eat meat anymore and then so he, he comes to work and he's all sheepish he's like yeah, i can't eat meat anymore it's like oh well that's fucking great isn't it asshole and like now you've got to fucking eat the shit that i eat that you've been making fun of for like Three fucking years, you intolerable prick. And then so he had to. And it was it was really fucking funny. Like he just he was like a broken man after that. It was really fucking oh, great, that's, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. God, there's nothing worse than the, the, the asshole at work that you just have to see every fucking day. Everybody's yeah, got one. I never like I, I never like had to deal with him much. It was which 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 is nice. And like and when I did, I would just 
sort of ignored or, or something. But man, people rose to that shit all the time and he loved it. You know, like he just wanted to fucking be in the middle of some drama and he was just like, would love like winding people up and stuff. And he was just like, you can see why people get depressed working in office jobs because there's always one or two guys like that in these places. Like they're just like, I don't know what's wrong with them, but like they just seem to really go out of their way to like make people's lives like an absolute misery at work sort of thing. And like, oh, it's just crazy. Like, I'm, oh, fuck, I'm so glad I don't have to work at an office. Oh, yeah, man, God. They really are the worst. Jesus. Oh. Like, God, there was so many assholes that I've worked with over the years. Like, it actually, it, one of the important things it teaches you is tolerance. Like, yeah. if, if you have to just learn to put up with... People that you never thought you'd ever have to put up with. Yeah, yeah. and you might have to sit next to them there at the next desk. Where, you know, you, you just have to deal with it day in day out or even out. worse they're in charge of you and you're oh, like oh that's the, the worst fuck holy shit how is this guy telling me what to do like that's the worst but you have that, to put that's up why with i it. never got on in any any job i ever had was i would be fine yeah. with most of my colleagues no problem get on with them really well but the person in charge the person that you've got to take orders from that always burned me up man i can't stand it i can't stand oh. it i'm a free spirit I, I, I would was mind. not meant you know, to be caged. You know, like yeah. you know, in these movies, like like especially in war movies, right? Like you have like there's like like a group of guys that are in like a battalion together or whatever, and they really respect like their sarge and like and they'll do anything for him and they'll risk their lives for him. And he he's like super experienced and like knows what he's doing and he, he leads them all really well and stuff. And and I think if I worked at a job with a guy like that in charge of me holy shit, you know, like, I would be, like, on the verge of sucking his dick all the time. Like, I would have no problem with that. But the fact of the matter is, and and the harsh reality is that mostly the people that are going to be in charge of you in an office are not skilled. (laughs) They have no fucking managerial experience. They have no fucking people skills half the time. They don't know what they're fucking doing. Like, they can't even do their job, let alone manage you. But these are the people that have to, like, review your performance and stuff. And it's a it's a really fucking it's it's quite the pill to swallow sometimes because you're just sitting there like you're fucking managing my performance like what the fuck do you do all day asshole like it's crazy it's really nuts amen I'm never going back if 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 all this ends tomorrow I'll fucking go like work as a road sweeper I'll be homeless I don't fucking care fucking office anything no fucking way anything where I'm away from an office I could maybe you can be a freelance uh, science fiction writer Ooh. publishing your works on the internet under the pseudonym buck naked <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it gonna be wasn't really implying that is there a bodega today no Reflex? there's not and i want to make a bodega announcement there there aren't going to be any more on the podcast oh <gasps> okay. are they going to be standalone what the fuck are we going to fill the last like 20 minutes with then now vegetarian stuff Right. Okay. For, well, a, okay. for a balanced so, diet. Well, I'm, uh, no, the stuff the stuff I write now is going in the book. The stuff I write now is going in the book. That's it. Right. Okay. Okay. More okay. Well, I'm ex- I'm ex- I for one, I'm very excited. Thank you for listening to the Trifles podcast this week, everybody. Um, I I'm a bit sad to hear there's going to be no more bodegas on the podcast, but they they did always feel a little bit tacked on, a little bit weird, a little bit unusual. It felt a bit, a bit weird having them. I think they deserve to be up front, if anything, you know. We have to figure out what we're going to replace it with. And if it's vegetarian recipes, i got a real zinger for you guys right now. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, so what you do is you get a, a, like a brick of halloumi, okay? You cut it up into little squares. You shove that in the frying pan. And then you cut up a whole bunch of peppers, okay? Green peppers, yellow peppers, red peppers, all the peppers. You put a bunch of those in the pan as well. 
Then you dice up an onion, okay? And you put all of the onion into the pan too, and it's sizzling away there, and it's starting to smell really good. If you want to, optionally, boil up a little bit of rice on the side, and then like right as everything is like getting ready, like fried up in the pan and stuff, just chuck the rice in like a couple of minutes and stuff. Put all of it into a bowl when it's done. Oh, put some salt and pepper on there as well. It's pretty nice. Put it all into a bowl after it's all done frying up and stuff, and then get some soft tortillas, wraps, right? Okay, dice up some tomatoes, get some lettuce, man. Like the best fucking meal you'll ever have, I'm telling you. So good. It's really good. Oh Just make God, like sounds, some big fucking wraps. That sounds good. If I'm gonna leave every podcast like drooling, yeah. um, this is probably not gonna not gonna go so well for for me. It's so easy to make too. It takes like ten minutes, seriously. That is good. The, yeah. You might not need a bit of too much salt because salumi is quite salty. Yeah, but, you can put some extra salt if you want. And you could always add a little bit of a uh, bit of spicy sauce or whatever floats your boat. That sounds like a top recipe though, Sips. I think yeah. that's kind of the thing I we we, we I usually make when I'm over yours. Yeah. Um, we are gonna go. Thank you for listening, everybody. All right. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. On Truffles Podcast. Bye. Goodbye.